Welcome to the New Beginnings Doing a 180 podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall, and I'm the co-author of the 180 program. Today we're going to do part two of becoming the leader God created you to be. So my question is, in five years, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself in five years from today? You see, in reality, the only step under consideration is the very next step. And how does that work? Well, you take a step today, you take a step tomorrow, you take a step the next day, and then, ta-da, in five years, you wake up and go, I am not even close to where I wanted to be. So my question is, why? Did you not write it down? Did you not take it seriously? Did you not work your plan? Or do you have some thoughts or feelings that may be limiting you from seeing and reaching your potential in the next five years? Because these take a bigger step of trying to overcome them first. Because if we don't even see where we want to be, it's just a dream, then we won't reach it because unfortunately, those inner voices will keep us bogged down and will become our expectation and our opinion as to why we can't do anything different. So this podcast may be one of those you want to grab a piece of paper and a pencil and write some answers and things down and think about them and go over them and say, okay, how do I change this so that this does not become my reality in five years? Because I want to become blank. What is it you want to become? A CEO, a, you know, a owner of a company, um, better at being a dad, better being a mom, whatever it is. Um, what are your expectations? Okay. So from that, I want to talk about a um, Central Asian tribe called the Tartars. It was once said um, that they would speak over their opponent these words, no matter how strong or how weak they were. May you stay in one place forever. Basically, they were saying, we want you to stop learning, stop growing, and fail to improve. Well, see, if you keep those thoughts that I can't do this or this will never happen or how can I ever do this right, then basically you've spoken that over yourself. May you stay in one place forever and not reach your goals. So what is it and how is it that we can change where we want to be? Fred Smith said, you are the way you are because that's the way you want to be. If you really wanted to be different, you'd be in the process of changing right now. And Henry Ford says, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. So the bigger question becomes, will you or won't you? Will you try or won't you try? Will you take the challenge to become the leader that God created you to be? I want to read really quick from Judges uh, 6, 11 through 18. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Oprah and be that belonged to uh, Joash the Abzerite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in the winepress and kept it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. But sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the wonders that our fathers told us about when they, um, when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us on into the hand of the Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in strength uh, you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. I'm not, am I not sending you? But Lord, Gideon asked, 
how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down the Midianites together. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that you it is you that um, that is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. So look for your, yourself in this story. God saw Gideon as a leader, but Gideon was living in fear. So my question is, are you living in fear? Is God asking you to do something so great and mighty, but you're not quite sure? You need to be sure because if God has asked you, he will make a way for it to be done. So are you a Gideon? Are you living in fear because you don't feel um, adequate? And biggest question is, whose strength are you relying on as a leader? There's an old saying that good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. So as you're looking, as we're looking at um, leadership and becoming the leader that God wants, I first want to tell you a story. It's found in Mark 5. It was about the demon-possessed man, the legions of demons. Do you remember the story? So I'm just going to paraphrase it, but it's in Mark 5 if you want to go read it. Jesus and his disciples crossed the Sea of Galilee in the area of the Gar um, Garcinus. A man met them, and he was demon-possessed with many, and their name was Legion. Jesus rebuked the demons, and they were put into pigs that then ran themselves into the Sea of Galilee. The herdsmen then ran to the townspeople to tell them what had happened. The townspeople then ran to the shore and told Jesus to leave because they did not want him there. The man who had been healed asked to go with Jesus, and Jesus' response was that he needed him to stay there so that he could be a witness to the power of Jesus' healing, uh, Jesus' healing power. Later, Jesus returned, and what was the response of the townspeople? Do you know? They brought their sick to be healed. They wanted just to touch his helm. They believed. And why? Why? If Jesus can use a man who is an outcast and full of demons, how much more can he use us? Is there stuff that he needs to work on us with, though? Because, see, this is becoming a leader that God created. Let's look at a couple more scriptures really quick. Do not make friends with hot-tempered man. With a hot-tempered man, do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn his ways and get yourself ensnared. Proverbs 22:24 through 25. Ask God if you have an anger issue. And then ask God, do I associate people who have an anger issue? And then ask God, what do I need to change in my life today? What is it that I need to change in my life today? Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, 
and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. The brother in humble circumstance ought to take pride in his high position, but the one who is rich should take pride in his low position, because he will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossom falls, and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away even while he goes about his business. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone, which each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. And then after and then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Eve, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of the truth that he might be kind of first, um, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. James 1, 2 through 18, and that was in the NIV. So before I leave, I have a couple questions. As we talk about leadership, what is really important? And as a leader, we can feel like we deserve things or sometimes we forget where we came from. What did these verses just talk about? Ask yourself, God, what do you need me to learn? And as a leader, what is it as a leader that you may have an issue with? As we look back at the part in the scripture that about uh, each one is tempted when his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. And then evil desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it's full grown, gives birth to death. What is it as a leader you have an issue with? What evil desire, selfishness, ego, pride, just to name a few, do you need to take to the Lord and ask him to deal with you so that you can become the leader that God created you to be? If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. Again, Meredith at the180program.org. Uh, Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H at the180program.org. Have a blessed day.